top of the hour news. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens. Local, regional, and global. Only on Q95, the big station. Q95DA.com. Right on Q. Good morning. This is the morning news for today, Tuesday, August the 16th for 2022. I'm your presenter, Hassan Robinson. Here are the headlines. Strategic advisor to the Dominica Freedom Party and president of Carry Feed Jeff Bellet notes the viable possibilities in agriculture and food security to create positive economic impacts on Dominica's GDP. Two weeks after the amendments to the Firearms Act in St. Lucia, gun violence still continues seemingly unabated and according to a recent police report, a 39-year-old female of Roseau St. Lucia is the latest victim. And uh, much of Europe is uh, baking in record heat, which has exposed riverbeds and triggered restrictions on water use in many areas, whilst water levels in German River, the Rhine, have somewhat stabilized. And global these are your headlines, the details of these stories and more, coming up next. Q95DA.com, right on Q. First off, in the news, strategic advisor to the Dominica Freedom Party and president of Carifeed, Jeff Bellot, notes the viable possibilities in agriculture and food security to create positive economic impacts on Dominica's GDP. Mr. Bellot sought to highlight a number of areas in which economic investments would better be suited, taking into consideration the current socioeconomic disposition of Dominica and its place on the global market by focusing attention on agricultural and food productivity in the most professional and safe manner. Because one of the things we talk about, organic product is great, but there's also high risk for organic product. Because the problem here is when you grow organic product, you don't use pesticides anything, but also waste is a good thing that to use it. Now with that come risk, like salmonella, E. coli, listeria. These are very, very bad bacteria that can actually kill you into food poisoning. So areas what we can do. If I was in Dominica, in Dominica right now, and instead of spending all these monies on hotels and stuff, what I would have done is secure an investor to look and see if we can bring a factory. We have the old Bello factory. Let's look at that. Let's see what we can salvage. Let's see what we can fix. We have DCP. Let's look at what we can fix. And then what do you do? You, you create a factory where you have all those vegetables, the tomatoes, you know, the lettuce, and all of those um, vegetables in Dominica. You secure market for that. The extra from that can then go to the factory where we can, like especially tomatoes, we can make our own tomato ketchup on the island. We should be able to make like those V8 juice that we have all these vegetables. We can do that. This is the way that this money should be spent. Because what you are doing, you are giving the farmer security. The man who is probably uh, at a senior age that wants to keep himself busy growing small vegetables and stuff, he knows he has a market after the grocery store, the restaurant, then he has a market where the air shop that can go, and then you can create that. That's one way I think we can look at that. And that was a strategic advisor to the Dominica Freedom Party and president of Carrie Feed, Jeff Bellot. And the social activist and environmentalist Atherton Mate 
weighs in on the current construction and development practices ongoing in Dominica that he says if left unchecked will see the end of our natural resources. His statement came in reaction to Monday's civil protest action taken by community members of Casibrus who felt like the current ongoing road and bridge works have been causing more of an environmental and community problem and that the slow pace of the works is unacceptable. Mate contends that this stance taken by the Casabras people raises awareness of continuing serious issues that when juxtaposed against the current global water and other natural resource crisis, we are seemingly going down a path of destruction of our natural resources. Allowing somebody from another country to come here, receive a contract, to hire persons from other countries. You know, we are starving people while destroying their livelihoods, whether it be in tourism or fishery or agriculture. That's what we're doing. And, and so it comes, uh, my final observation is this. So who is destroying Dominica? Nobody is doing more damage to Dominica than the policy makers who either blindly through their lack of knowledge or deliberately are destroying the basis of Dominica's livelihood, which is agriculture, tourism, water, and a good, clean environment that lets people live to be 100 years old. They are the underminers of Dominica. And the same solution he proposed for what he tried to make it look like other people trying to undermine his government's initiatives, he is guilty of the same. That guy reminds me so much of Donald Trump. You know, that is not funny. And that was a social activist and environmentalist Atherton Mata. And the conversation around agriculture could not be held in isolation, but rather through a broader collaborative and connected socioeconomic perspective. This from entrepreneur and social activist Tyron Flacco-Nicholas, speaking on the larger possibilities throughout the agricultural sector and deals with renewable energy, proper waste management and other untapped areas of viable economic stimulation throughout the sector, which in turn will create a ripple effect in other key sectors. When we talk about agriculture, we have to talk about waste management. We have to talk about energy generation. So when we talk about stakeholders in agriculture, we're not only talking about the farmers and the immediate um, people involved in agricultural activity. You have waste management. You have all of this agricultural waste, the, the fig and the planting body, the livestock waste that, that you're talking about. But we see no movement towards renewables in our, our waste disposal in our landfill. So we should have compostable fertilizers or materials coming from the landfill while we have that synergy between these two these two pillars of, of our our you know our economy. So you have the the waste generated from agriculture contributing towards our energy generation. So I, I just trying to broaden the, the perspective of, of what we're talking about when we talk about agriculture. Because the, the more people who, who have a stake or who are involved will, will, will better determine the success of what we aspire to do. So everybody needs to understand where they can be involved and get involved. And that was entrepreneur and social activist Tyron Flacco-Nicholas. And uh, financial consultant Mr. Ronald Lander contends that there is a little demand for bank and services which is why some banks are experiencing difficulties. He added that the consolidation of credit union was quite significant and noted that credit unions in the outlying areas would have vanished if that consolidation had not taken place. 
There's a minimal demand for banking services. And consequently, we're seeing certain banks under a lot of stress. We saw the Royal Bank recently. The Royal Bank was bought over by National Bank. Mm -hmm. uh, the last financial statements are from the National Bank is 2020. Mm -hmm. Royal Bank was bought towards the end of 2020. 2021 is not out as yet. So I'm seeing the impact of Royal Bank on our National Bank. We saw a situation where the Scotia Bank was bought over by the Republic Bank, which was a very, a very good initiative. We saw a consolidation, very important, a consolidation of the credit unions. If there was not that consolidation of the credit unions, I can safely say that credit unions in the Excel areas would have evaporated. Mr. Lander noted that many unusually large cash transactions are taking place in Dominica, thus the commercial bank's expertise, knowledge and the services are not being fully utilized. We are seeing a situation in Dominica where there's a lot of cash activity, starting from the areas where Mr. Chavez was making a lot of money available to Dominica, currently with the CBI, where we're having a lot of activities happening in Dominica on a cash basis. And consequently, the services and the expertise of the commercial banks are not being employed. Consequently, the commercial banks are under a lot of pressure. And here comes the discussion about the National Bank considering taking over the First Caribbean, or what you call the Barclays Bank. Also in local news, a former grant for local government officer Washburn Coffee laments most village councils rely on their own fundraising because using the government system involves too much bureaucracy and the regular financial contributions that used to be made in the form of matching grants don't really work. Recently, because of a lack of income and the advent of COVID-19 pandemic, it has been particularly challenging for councils to hold any significant fundraising events. In order to make improvements, Coffee says the existing legislation and regulations need to be refined updated and modernized as he was a guest on NJAM's radio program at the time of the statement. It has been very difficult for councils to hold any meaningful fundraising activities. There are government programs and initiatives itself that compete with what the council is doing. You know, all these pose a lot of challenges for the councils, the whole system of nomination, you know, an election of, you know, there needs to be a lot of refining as far as the legislation, the regulation are concerned so that can bring about some kind of improvement. Kofi argued that the nomination process as it stands currently leaves room for political abuse, which is not conductive to the council's progress. Over time, the self-help or Kudme support system that was once crucial in the components of the local government department has deteriorated and particularly disappeared. He says the village councils do not have the authority to provide that kind of technical assistance and using the government system involves too much paperwork. For you to do something, people have to be sitting down and strategizing and planning, but those kinds of convention that needs to be done so you can bring the rank and file of the village councils together to discuss and to chat new course of action the development process and the resources for that 
in the local government system. Not much money is being put there for those kinds of programs. Where is the self-help that used to be an integral part of the local government department? These structures, these mechanisms have been broken down and eroded over time. Government system, you go through a lot of bureaucracy to get those kinds of technical assistance, which is not within the capacity of the village council. So there's a lot of issues, but people have to sit down and, and address those issues, but we're not doing that. And that is where the concern is. And that was a former grant for local government officer, Washburn Coffey. And uh, we need to take a different direction as it relates to the handling of our country's affairs, especially when it comes to economic stimulation. This from economist Dr. Thompson Fontaine speaking on the current economic situation of Dominica as it relates to overdependence on one source of economic stimulation and misplaced priority as it regards to other key sectors of the economy. According to Dr. Fontaine, this is a serious concern that needs to be addressed. We need to, as Dominica, we need to take a different direction. I mean, you know, the way the economy has been handled over the past 20 years is certainly not the way to go. That dependence on one, on over-dependence, if you like, on one, um, on one thing, it has been passports, passports, passports over the past 20 years. And the agriculture sector has been neglected. The tourism sector has been neglected. The services sector has been neglected. The construction sector has been neglected. And even when the construction sector has been energized, Dominicans are not benefiting. And today we are hearing, for example, of these um, protests in the Cassibrus area over just the same thing because, you know, the people who are working on these roads are not Dominicans. And it shows that we have a very serious, serious, serious problem in Dominica that needs to be addressed. And, and one of the ways we address it is by providing some constructive criticisms as well as some constructive ideas. Um, they're coming to the dance a bit late, but, you know, better late than never, as we say. And we hope that whatever um, is done, what, whatever promises have been made in this, past, in this year's budget will be realized. Further in his point on economic development, Dr. Fontaine highlighted that this model of country governance is one that is failing the people. But that's not how you build a country. You don't build a country by having people plant flowers on the roadside. You simply cannot build a country that way. That's not how it's done. The way you build a country is to have people working in the productive areas, About in areas where they can export their, their goods, they can, make, they can earn an, uh, a living that is sustainable, they can earn decent wages, uh, they can go to the bank, they can take loans, they can send the children to school, they can take care of the needs. That's how you build the country, you know. But this model that this government has um, developed over this many years has failed us miserably, terribly failed us, and it's not working. We need a different model, we need a different approach. And that's why this morning we're going to be uh, putting forward some ideas uh, that this government should consider um, to really, in fact, uh, be able to deal with this issue. And that was economist Dr. Thompson Fontaine. And in other news, two weeks after the amendments to the Firearms Act in St. Lucia, gun violence still continues seemingly unabated. According to a recent report, a 39-year-old female of Roseau, St. Lucia, is the latest victim of gun violence. This shooting also comes after Prime Minister Philip J. Pierre pleads with citizens to stop engaging in gun-related activities. But I want to warn 
particularly the young people of St. Lucia, who may be tempted to carry guns for somebody, to go on a business, to carry a thing there. Do not allow people to use you for their own vanity. When you are caught in the fire, the bossman is not the one who will pay for it. Also in other news, much of Europe is baking in record heat, which has exposed riverbeds and triggered restrictions on water use in many areas. Water levels in the key German river, the Rhine, has stabilized after dropping dramatically during a drought in the area. Officials in France have said that a major fire in the southwest has been brought under control, meaning that 8,000 people can return to their homes. Here's more. Uh forecast to drop to what many shipping companies and monitoring agencies say is a critical level at which it will become all but unnavigable, either because barges physically can't get through or because they'll have to lighten their loads, reduce their cargoes to such an extent that it's no longer financially viable for them to do so. That's a huge problem because this river serves Germany's industrial heartlands. Those commercial vessels fetch and carry raw materials, goods and products to and from the factories, the power stations, the big international businesses that line the riverbank here. It's a particular headache for the German government because the barges on this river carry coal to the power stations here. Russia has reduced its supply of gas to Germany, so the government is relying in part on those coal-fired power stations to help get the country through the coming winter. There's big concern that there won't be enough coal coming up the river to fire those power stations. Now, it's not unusual for water levels to drop here. It tends to happen every year. What is different this time is it's happened much earlier in the year. People here talk about the so-called dry season. Normally, water levels drop September, October time. Not only is it happening earlier, they say, it's happening more frequently and there's a, a more intense element to it as well. The agency which monitors the river levels has said that it's possible this is still part of that yearly pattern. It's possible that this is normal, but, and it's a big but, they say climate change is making these events more intense and that climate change will simply serve to further intensify and worsen events like this. And that's the morning news. Here's a recap of the headlines. Strategic advisor to the Dominica Freedom Party and president of Carifid Jeff Bellots notes the viable possibilities in agriculture and food security to create positive economic impacts in Dominica's GDP. Two weeks after the amendments to the Firearms Act in St. Lucia, gun violence still continues to be seemingly unabated and according to a recent police report, a 39-year-old female of Roseau in St. Lucia is the latest victim. Much of Europe is baking in record heat, which is exposing riverbeds and triggered restrictions on water use in many areas, whilst water levels in German River Rhine have somewhat stabilized. Those were your headlines. Q, top of the hour news. As it happens, 